0: I have a great show for you today. I'll teach you techniques to heal from previous events in your life. I'll also be interviewing executive coach Sabine Gideon, who supports emerging leaders and transformational entrepreneurs in the areas of life, leadership, and business. In today's episode, Sabine and I talk about her book, Transformed, The Journey to Becoming, that chronicles her life and the circumstances that taught her how to take stumbling blocks and turn them into stepping stones. For more information about Sabine and to work with her, please visit SabineGedeon.com. That's S-A-B-I-N-E-G-E-D-E-O-N.com. You may also purchase her book on Amazon. Thank you so much for listening to Lifeology. I would love to connect with you. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. I am also very active on Instagram and create many videos with quick tips and tools that you can immediately implement. Be sure to say hello and follow me there. Overcoming life's circumstances. We all have events in our life that we're not proud of, and if we could, we would change them. I always tell people, think of every event in your life like a jigsaw puzzle. Every event, whether we like it or not, all links together to create who you are today. However, there are some events that are incredibly painful and very hard to move on from. Sometimes the younger version of ourself influences the adult version of ourself. What I mean by that is this. Have you ever overreacted? And upon reflection, you think, oh my gosh, why in the world did I act like that? Usually it's due because a younger version of ourself never moved on beyond that event. And so therefore When we're triggered by something, our response seems, for lack of better words, underdeveloped or is not as mature or developed as the rest of you, which is very common. That happens to many people. So definitely want to normalize that. The way to healthily connect the younger version of yourself with who you are today is by writing a letter. (laughs) And I know what you're thinking. It sounds pretty weird, but go with me on this. There are many different types of psychology methodologies, and one of them is called gestalt. Gestalt which is spelled G-E-S-T-A-L-T, for those of you who'd like to research more, is a really good methodology and has great counseling techniques for those people who struggle with letting go and with grief. One of the homework techniques that I often give my clients is to write a letter. When you write to your younger self as if you were an observer of what happened during that painful event, you're able to comfort that younger version of yourself. And when you do that, it allows your younger self to feel but to also know that you're gonna be okay since you're healthy today. How that would play out is this. Let's say Mary is a 40-year-old woman, but she grew up in a household where her father would continually ignore her. What I would have her do is focus on one of those times that stuck out to her the most, that was the most painful. I would then have her really use her five senses to focus on that event. What does she see? What does she hear? What does she feel? Once Mary has this imagery in her mind, then she wants to write to herself, As if she was actually at that event. So Mary would write to her younger self, Dear Mary, I saw when you were in the house and your father came in and you were so excited to see him, but he didn't respond to you. And you tried to get his attention over and over again, but he kept ignoring you. And finally, when he did look up at you, he laughed at you and made fun of you. Mary, I am so sorry that you experienced that. If I were there, I would have protected you. I would have set a boundary with your father. I would have given you attention. I would tell you how much I love you. I would have given you a hug. I would spend time with you. As the older version of Mary continues to write out what she would have done to help and comfort the younger version of herself, that starts to elicit a lot of emotions that the older Mary will experience because she's able to give herself that self-love. She's able to give herself the healing and the comfort and the nurturing that she didn't receive when she was younger. So the older version of Mary continues to write all this out of what she saw, what she did, and then give herself advice of how she will grow up, that then helps mature that younger version of herself. So that's a very powerful technique. So anybody listening today, if there are events in your life that are very difficult for you to move beyond it, then I would have you try this technique. Write to your younger self as if you were an observer, comfort your younger self, and then give your younger self advice on what to do to move beyond that event. And the more often you do that, you'll heal the wounded child within you. I have a fantastic interview today with Sabine Gideon. You're gonna hear her amazing story of all the things she overcame and how she now helps transform the lives of her clients. So stay tuned. Have you ever thought, gosh, I'd love to start my own radio show or podcast, but I have no idea how to do it. Or are you a seasoned veteran who wants to level up and improve all aspects of your show? Well, I will be working with a select few to help you either start or polish your show. These are a few topics I will teach you. How to create your brand and how to be specific with your niche and your audience. The types of equipment you should use to help you improve the quality of your audio and your video. I'll teach you how to get your show aired on most podcasting platforms, as well as give you an option to create a video podcast. I'll teach you which recording platforms are best for your needs, as well as teach you the importance of having a show clock. The do's and don'ts of writing your own show notes that will help increase the reach of your audience and generate traffic to your website. I'll also introduce you to some of my contacts and previous guests. I'll also be offering a select few the opportunity to broadcast your show on my platform and have access to my three and a half million listeners. So if you're ready to start or level up your show, then visit www.jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash work with James and sign up today. It's time, my friend, for you to stand out and share your message with the world. Once again, visit www.jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash work with James to get started today. My guest today is Sabine Gideon, who is a founder of Gideon Enterprises. She has a graduate degree in organizational leadership and is certified as both a life and leadership coach. Sabine has over a decade of experience in various HR disciplines and is highly skilled in getting to the root of issues and creating solutions to support growth and transformation in both personal and professional development. In today's episode, Sabine and I talk about her book, Transformed, the journey to becoming that chronicles her life and the circumstances that taught her how to take stumbling blocks and turn them into stepping stones. Welcome to my show, Sabine.
1: Thank you, James. I'm so excited to be here.
0: When you hear that the intro that I just read, how does that feel for you?
1: I listen. I'm always like, "Oh my gosh, she's so amazing. I want to meet her." <laughs> Definitely, um, yeah. When you hear your yourself being uh, talked about that way, it's always it's yeah. always interesting.
0: Yes, it really is. You know, I, I was telling you in the pre call that it, it is interesting because when you know your life, you know everything you've experienced—the heartaches, the pain, the the triumphs, the, all of that—and to hear your your quote life summed up in you know a 20 second read it is quite interesting so congratulations and everything you've accomplished i was so honored when i heard about you and that you wanted to be a guest on my show today today and i was like wow she has so much to teach us today
1: Thank you. I appreciate
0: it. Yeah, of course. Now, so when you started, okay, so your life was different, meaning the polished person I see today was not the person that grew up. Can you give us a little bit about that? Because I, want to, I don't want to focus so much on that, but I want to focus on who you are today and what you've overcome. So give us a little bit of a snapshot of how it was for you when you were a little girl.
1: Yeah. um, And that's a really great question. And, you know, segue into this because oftentimes we see people or we hear about people when they're on their mountaintop, Mm -hmm. uh, not realizing or not understanding the valleys and the scraped knees Mm -hmm. and, you know, all of the stuff that like it took for them to get to that place. So. Uh, I'm actually an immigrant from Haiti, uh, third world country, came here at the age of four um, with my father and I grew up in Connecticut. And so, you know, typical immigrant family, Father worked like three jobs, mom, you know, worked as well, and so uh, oftentimes my time was spent in the, um, in the hands, if you will, of like family members just because, you know, my mm-hmm. parents were working mm-hmm. to kind of figure things out and bring my other siblings, and during those periods and during that time, you know, I experienced uh, sexual abuse from, you know, fr- uh, family, uh, and all types of other abuse, in addition to stuff that was happening in the house. So it was very much so a um, a survival type environment. My saving mm-hmm. grace, if you will, was that I was really good in school, um, and so I got to you know get mentors or you know be part of programs that allowed me to stay out of the house as much as possible to you know not endure some of the stuff that I was enduring. And so moving through True. life at you know at my adolescence first one to go to college was doing all the stuff because mm-hmm. you know my thing was i can't wait to get out of this house uh, just because of the you know the challenges that we had experienced there and so i get to this place where i graduate you know uh got a job first one to get a corporate job and things are working or on the outside at least things are looking good But all of those seeds of abuse, um, you know, in all manners, like they they grew up with me as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And it got to a point where I was about 25 and um, depressed, suicidal, like to the point that I planned Mm -hmm. my um, I planned my exit. And so outwardly, right, again, you know, had a job, had a car, had all the things, but inside I was dying or pretty much dead, if you will, until I had an an encounter the night before my quote unquote last day or what would have been my last day. And that's what shifted my life, started to shift things for me and how I saw myself, what I believed, um, you know, gave me purpose, gave me a reason to be here and, that's how you're able to read that intro today.
0: Yes, congratulations. That's beautiful. Thank, thank you so much for sharing that with us. That's, I'm just truly touched to hear that story. It's just, it's a beautiful story. Um, and the, you know, obviously healing of as we work through things it's, it's, there's instantaneous healing, but then there's also stuff that can come up in our mind or situations that happen. so that's, it's the, it's the ability to recognize I'm being triggered And then from that trigger, then I'm gonna make act create or take actionable steps to move beyond that. And I think that's one of the things you teach as well as when it comes to transformation and to personal growth and development, is you can stay where you are, or if you don't like how you feel, these are the things that you can do to change your life. So as I always like to tell people, we are all self-made and so success is not something that's given success as we know is earned. So it's just like a bank account. You can only take out what you put in and sometimes people try and overdraft that or overdraw that, but they don't realize that it's the hard work and dedication in order to take it to get to where the level they want to be.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's a, it's a lifelong pursuit, right? Um, you know, that day Mm -hmm. where I was just like, okay, God, give me a reason to stay. Give me a reason to Mm -hmm. even believe that you're real. Um, And I set out on, you know, finding my purpose. That was 14 years ago. Now I'm still on that path. I'm still on that journey. And, you know, I've learned throughout this process that purpose is not this like one time, oh, I found this thing and here I am, Mm -hmm. but it's part of the journey along the way you are operating in purpose. And so You know, a lot of the things that have allowed me to move forward, move past, heal, even when I'm triggered uh, by the things Mm -hmm. of the past, um, is sharing my story. So, writing the book uh, was one of those moments where I thought, you know, I had healed from a lot of that stuff. But, you know, in the process of writing the book, in the process of putting, you know, pen to paper, you know, uh, letters on a Mm -hmm. Word document, you know, that was the that was the healing that some of those deep wounds and those deep um, seeds, if you will. Uh, it gave me the opportunity to 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 release those and so my focus now is really on helping people in in any type of transition in life um you know we go through Mm -hmm. change and transition all the time uh you know it's still trans transformative but from individuals whether it's a good change or transition right last year 2020 we all Mm -hmm. experienced (laughs) <laughs> a year of changes. Whether we want it to
0: or not. <laughs>
1: right, exactly. Um, but, you know, it's it's in those moments, it's in these day-to-day things in life that, like, we're losing control or we're re- recognizing we're not yeah. in control uh, that allows us to kind of... Um, you know, take that step back and assess, okay, who am I today? Who do Mm -hmm. I want to be? How do I want this uh, external uh, experience to impact me? Do I want it to impact me? And where can I make changes Mm -hmm. um, within myself so that whatever, no matter what's going on around me, I'm still stable. I'm still moving forward.
0: Yeah. And I think that proactive stance that you're talking about is something that we all strive to have, but for whatever reason, we forget that we always have choices. Whether the choice is just not to say anything or the choice is to shut down our mind, you know, whatever happens around us. But the point is we always have a choice. I remember in graduate school, I read about Viktor Frankl. Viktor Frankl is a very, very very well-known psychologist who was in the concentration camps and everything about him was stripped away. And, but he realized his purpose was my wife, thinking of his wife, what she would want for him, realizing what he wanted for himself, realizing all these things that didn't matter what happened to him. He had the ability to hate the Nazis that, that, um, that had, um, tortured him or he could do whatever he wanted. And so he chose in his mind to realize that's my thoughts, my perception, my, my willpower that allows me to move on. So that's just, I think a lesson for all of us that regardless of what happens in life, You always have the power to think what you want and to focus on the direction you want your life to go.
1: Yes. His testimony is amazing, like to be to be in that (laughs) type of, you know, situation and seeing himself as a professor, sharing his story, just Mm -hmm. seeing it like the power of the mind is just it's just amazing.
0: It really is. What was it for you that said, I want to write this book, transform the journey to becoming what happened in your life?
1: Funny story. Uh, I did not want to write this book. Um, I after really? spending about thirteen and a half years in corporate America and I left, I became a corporate dropout to start my own uh, practice as a coach and a consultant uh i started to write a book around what that process is like to leave corporate to start your own business um i did not realize that you know all of the mental the emotional all of the crap that Mm -hmm. was going to come up uh when i made that when i made that shift and you know learning that oh okay this is part of the process so i started to write a book that was to help you know people who are looking to make that leap as i got through like the 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 intro and like all the the outline, I realized or I heard, this is this is how I felt, I heard you need to write the other book. And I was just like, well what other book? I don't have another book in me. And it was just like, well you need to write your story. Yeah. And you know, with with a little bit of hesitation, yeah. I was like, okay, I'll I'll huh? I'll do this thing. Um, I went on a fast. I typically do quarterly a like no food fast, and it's really Uh just for cleansing mentally, Uh emotionally, spiritually, everything. And it took me about Uh 10 days to write the book, uh, at least the first draft. And it was literally me writing a chapter, crying, bawling my eyes out, spending the next day completely (laughs) depleted, and then coming back and sitting down and writing the next chapter. And It was a very freeing process uh, and uh, grueling (laughs) process, to say the least. So I'm not the typical... I, I, you know, I always say it for authors, because I know it's not an easy thing to do. And if you gave me 10 days, again, I probably wouldn't be able to push out another book. But I do believe that in this particular instance, it was um, it was just me being obedient and also me just being in a space where, mm-hmm. one, I wasn't thinking about food. I wasn't going anywhere. I had no plans. So <laughs> it, made,
0: <laughs>
1: it was OK that I spent 10 days just focused on writing the book.
0: Wow, that's amazing. Now is the book more of a memoir? Is it a workbook? What kind of book is it?
1: It is more of a of a memoir. I mean, I did, you know, incorporate uh to the extent that i could like some bits and pieces to help other people if they were in you know mm-hmm. if they saw themselves in different spaces and that i actually mm-hmm. to be quite honest Good. with you james when i wrote the book i didn't think i'd actually publish it it was just more of a oh okay oh, i got to really? do this to release um, um so cool. when i hit that publish yeah. button it was it was real um it was real on so many different levels because one it was me bearing my soul. There are things that I share in my book that I hadn't even shared with family members or even spoken out loud in 30 years. Um, So the thought of what are people going to think, you know, the shame, the guilt, all of that stuff, you know, came up for me. and, And that's because I was so used to... Uh, wearing the mask of everything's okay. I've got it all together. Like I'm ambitious and da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And so to now bring people inside to, okay, this is what really was happening or this is what's been happening. Um, so again, when you see that mountain experience or that mountain version of Sabine, yeah. just know there's there's plenty of valley and dirt and ditch uh, attached to yes.
0: it. <laughs> I love your story. This is, this is fantastic. This is, makes me smile quite a bit. And I'm also thinking, you know, so many times when we have struggles, Things that happen in life that people know about or don't know about, um, we bring in what we call emotional baggage. So emotional baggage is what most people think it's just the events that happened, but that's not actually not what we're bringing in. We're bringing in our perception of the events that happened. So if someone says I'm this or I'm that, I'm that. Well, that's an identity that a person has taken on based on an event, but an event is simply an event. It doesn't define us unless we want it to define us. So any of my listeners or viewers right now who are hearing this, as is, is you're hearing Sabine's story as well, is ask yourself am I bringing in emotional baggage or baggage in general? And why have I just assigned it to say that's who I am? It's simply an event. So when you can strip away the emotions that go along with an event and look at your life like a jigsaw puzzle, Every event is like a jigsaw puzzle piece. And every jigsaw puzzle piece that moves together creates who you are today. And so that that picture gets bigger and bigger and bigger as the older we get and the more life happens. So if we take an event and say, oh, this is horrible, 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 which it was, I would never minimize that. But when we put it together and you look at yourself, not so shabby. You could have an an, um, an on-air read just like a different Savine. So Savine's story is just the same way in the sense of, everything she went through, as painful as it is, doesn't define her. She doesn't use it as an emotional crutch or as an emotional baggage. It just simply is part of who she is or part of what has happened to her to create the beautiful picture of this woman with I'm speaking with today.
1: Oh, thank you for that. And that is such a, a powerful um, statement and a powerful way to put it. You know, I, I share this story mm-hmm. now, you know, through the book and and also through other means, really because I want to help give people hope that no matter where you are today, it's just a chapter. It's really just a chapter in life, mm-hmm. and that doesn't mean to minimize what you're experiencing. But it's not the end. And the way that I look at it is, as long yeah. as I wake up every day, that means okay, I have another chance, right, to add another page mm-hmm. or another couple pages yeah. to you know the story of my life. Um, so hopefully, that gives you know the yes. listeners some hope that no matter where they are, it's it, it it's just it's yes. just a period of time, <laughs> even though it doesn't feel like yes. it. It's just a blimp in in time.
0: Yes. I, um, I always like to start my day thinking it's like a movie. And so sometimes I'm a, I'm a little melodramatic, allegedly. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but when you, start, when you start your day thinking, okay, what kind of movie is this going to be? What kind, I, what kind of movie do I want it to be? Is it a suspenseful movie? Is it a, is a rom-com? Is it you know, a dramatic movie? Whatever it is, but in every situation you're in, when you think of it in that respect, you are then the director of your life and you're the one who determines how that situation or how that day is going to play out. So when people look for opportunities, they find opportunities. When people are, are thinking, I don't want my life to ever be like this, or this is so boring, what's wrong? I would really challenge or just suggest that people create their own movie in the sense of what opportunities you want. How can you quote, spice up your life in a healthy way to make your life move towards another level? So just like you said, every, every day is a 24-hour reset. Love that. And to piggyback off of that is to make your own movie, if you will, based on the choices you make, so that you're the director of the movie, and that twenty four day, twenty four hours becomes the best day ever, and then the day beyond that is the best day ever, the healthiest day ever. Rather, I should say it that way. And so, it's, it's for me. That's that's really what I do is. Think of it that way. So like I said, a little melodramatic, allegedly, allegedly, but that is how I, how I roll out my day. So I love but. it.
1: I love it. And the other thing that I always share with people is that, you know, the one thing or two things, right, that are inevitable that we all know exist are change and death, Right. Those are the two things that we have no control over, um, that we can't do anything mm-hmm. about. And so even even in planning your day, like, oh, okay, this is what it's going to be like, expect change, right? Expect some change, yeah, expect some, right. you know, alternative uh, activities in that day, but at least go into the day and, and mm-hmm. what you're talking about is being intentional. Um, I think that's a huge part, a, a huge part of your transformation, a huge part of growth um, and living life to the fullest, right? Or living your best life, as they put it, Mm -hmm. is being intentional, be intentional about your day, be intentional about your week, your year, whatever that case may be. Yes, change happens and change can, you know, put a wrench in some of the things that we plan, but Mm -hmm. the intentionality uh, will help you, you know, push through in spite of the setback or in spite of the obstacle that comes your way. Mm
0: Yeah. And, and it, it's, that's so true. And I'm also thinking, and I love you, you and I piggyback on each other here. Uh, what I also love is even in that moment when, when change does happen or the life throws you, throws us a wrench is you just simply ask yourself, what am I learning about myself right now? What, what's this, what's coming up in my life right now? So I'm so annoyed that this happened, but do I typically respond with annoyance? And if I do, why, why did I choose to do that? Most people don't realize that all emotions um, come from our thoughts. And so if we have template thoughts that we think over and over and over again, well, that's an automatic You've created an automatic annoyance that goes along with that thought. So if you don't like how you feel, you want to do something different, just simply ask yourself, what am I learning about myself right now in this moment that I don't like? Or what am I learning about myself in the moment that I do like? I can laugh. I have a really good sense of humor or I'm this or I'm that. It's a really good time to take a snapshot of your life or of that moment to see what's coming up. Because if it's something you want to work on or you're proud of, congratulate yourself. If it's something that you like to do better in, be aware of that and be mindful of that as you make your changes
1: yeah yeah as you're talking i was thinking about um you know triggers as you had mentioned before and you know Mm -hmm. really that's a Mm -hmm. big thing for me right especially if you have emotional wounds or emotional baggage from like the past in any capacity like those triggers do never go away right but as you do the work you become more aware of those triggers and so i find myself quite often asking it when i am triggered like first and foremost Okay, acknowledging the trigger. And then secondly, trying to identify what emotion is triggered. Sometimes it's anger, sometimes it's hurt, Mm -hmm. sometimes it's disappointment, Mm -hmm. sometimes it's, you know, you feel like you're being taken advantage of, whatever it is, but identify and name what that emotion is because otherwise you you won't deal with it. Um, I think in the in the personal yes. development space and mindset space, it's kind of like, oh, well, you know, just think positively or, you know, say an affirmation and it's like, <laughs> exactly. it doesn't go away. Like you're in that moment, you yeah, just exactly. like <laughs> stifled it, but you know, it's, it. exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, so really acknowledging how you feel and acknowledging what it is that you're mm-hmm. feeling. And then, if possible, you know, get to the root, like, when have I felt this way before? Um, That's Mm -hmm. when you gain your power. That's when you're able to not let this circumstance or whatever this person did or whatever the circumstance was um, affect you or infect you in a way where you're now, you know, thinking about it or dwelling on it. And now your entire mood is messed up. Um, So doing the work within you when you realize that you've been triggered so that you can move forward and you can get done whatever it is that you, you know had planned for that day or that week.
0: Brilliantly said. And that is why you are so good at what you do with your coaching, because I think you have a really good insight into uh, perhaps looking at both sides of the personal development space. You know, like you said, sometimes people only focus on one aspect, but you po- like you said, you focus on the root of it, you have the awareness of it, and then what do you do with it? And then from that lesson, how do you assimilate the lesson so therefore you can move beyond it so you don't always necessarily feel that, or the trigger does, it doesn't have as much power over you or as much weight over you. Yeah. We have just another minute here. I what's next for you, Sabine? Another yeah, another book?
1: So, uh in my mind, yes. Uh, whether or not it comes to fruition is a different story. Um, right. So, my focus and my uh, coaching and consultancy is really based on helping leaders uh, transform. So, at every different level within an organization or within their own businesses, mm-hmm. uh, we go through. As uh, every time we are up leveling to the next level, right? There's a lot that is going on, you know, in, in between our, our brain or our ears, if you will, or in our brain. So helping leaders, you know, really mm-hmm. take on the mindset. Um it's 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 some of the hard skills of leadership, but more so I want to deal with the person because I truly believe that. You know what you know. what what's inside of you will emanate outwardly and people are drawn to and are attracted to mm-hmm. and are willing to be led by leaders based on the person um so i work with you on your character i work with you on your mindset your values uh being able to communicate that and so it's really still the transformation process that i'm now shifting um or not shift i'm not shifting but leveraging it True, yeah. to apply to yeah. leaders just because Over the last few years, and especially, especially within the last decade, um, there is, there's a huge gap for leadership at all levels of our society in Mm -hmm. every sect of our society. And I think that, you know, as we, Mm -hmm. as we move forward as a society and, you know, we're here in the U S as we move forward as a country, that leadership is what we need the most, um, whether it's in organizations or even at the highest level. And so I want to leverage you know, my skills and ability to impact the people who have the most influence over the rest of us.
0: Well, I am confident you will. Sabine Gideon, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on my show today. If my listeners want to find out more information about you, to work with you and to purchase your book, Transform the Journey to Becoming, where will they find this information online?
1: Yes. So you can connect with me on LinkedIn. Uh, that is my hangout spot. People my age, apparently, you know, that's where we hang mm-hmm. out uh, and have fun. So LinkedIn uh, in uh, slash Sabine Gideon. And you can also uh, purchase the book on Amazon.
0: Awesome. Well, My listeners also know that if they cannot find this information any other place, simply go to the show notes at jamesmillerlifeology.com and I will link you with Sabine. Sabine, once again, thank you, for, thank you so much for being a great guest on my show today. I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you for having me, James. Really enjoyed being here.
0: I also want to thank you, my listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today. Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for the free weekly recap, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, and purchase my previous guests' self-help products. If you'd like to work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon.